Alright, everyone be quiet. We got more to cover and the listener can't hear over y'all. Alright, second order business. The other big in the county. We've got to get some eyes and ears on Pender. They've always been secretive, especially at the top. Before things, uh, well, changed here at the Union, we did do some work with them, but that was the goddamn 40s. It seemed fine, but I remember what my granddaddy told me. Don't ever trust anyone who makes more money than you. And the general's got that in spades. So we need to get somebody the hell on them. Thank you for tuning into the room where it happened, an actual play podcast built on communal world building and having fun with friends. Today, we are continuing our game of Urban Shadows Second Edition by Andrew Medeiros and Mark Diaz Truman. Uh, we are playing the faction game, so we're arguably not really playing this game, but sh- whatever. Uh, <laughs> um, you can. Ow. Uh, <laughs> you can find the show on twitter at uh at roomware pod maybe um when you're hearing this i don't know if twitter will still exist <laughs> uh, <laughs> you have a co-host set up already are you prepped are you ready uh, i think we're gonna tr- i think we're our play our big plan is just pivot into tumblr tumblr's great now you know they all the kids are back at it again <laughs> yeah the porn is returning <laughs> that was a strange turn <laughs> It, it, in the history of Tumblr, not really. Oh. <laughs> Next, All you old be heads know exactly what we're talking about. The podcast on OnlyFans. I've th- when, I mean, at this point, when Patreon was getting real weird, I contemplated it. Mm-hmm. Um, the, when there, when I was concerned about how Patreon was gonna go when they had some big shakeup of like last year, I was like, maybe I'll just make the switch, like. There's nothing stopping me. Um, we'll talk anyways, more about that later. Uh, <laughs> Off speaking air. of Patreon, you can find our Patreon at roomwarepod.cash. With me today, as always, Riley Hopkins. Hi, my name is Riley Hopkins. My pronouns are he and they. And you can find me on Twitter, co-host, and Tumblr at RevRyeBread. And uh, Brandon? Hello, everyone. My name is Brandon O'Brien, uh, poet, writer, game designer, and all-around art fool. Um, you can find me on Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, Mastodon, co-host, and a bunch of other things that I can't even remember, at The Rising Tithes. Also, I wrote a book. It's called Can You Sign My Tentacle? Since the last time we spoke, it was both nominated for and won the SFPA Elgin Award. And that's oh, really shit. Bad. I'm a little sad Fucking you didn't sick. sign my copy. <laughs> I owe you that. I'm so sorry. <laughs> fake friend, fake friend, fake friend, fake friend. I know. I'm so mean. I'm a terrible no, person. No, you're not. <laughs> and Michelle. Total throw. Uh, total throwing shade at Brandon <laughs> during his intro. Mm-hmm. Uh, hello, I am Michelle. I go by she/her pronouns, and I'm an indigenous artist, GM, tabletop RPG game designer, and void of all. And you can find me on Twitter. At mistletoe T Rex, as probably the best uh, introduction you're ever going to get out. So you're welcome. <laughs> Save that bad boy. <laughs> Just reuse it again in the future. You you act like I haven't I haven't copy and pasted at the very least outros before when we've forgotten to do them from other episodes of the show. Uh, 
<laughs> um, and I'm Brian. He's he, him pronouns. Um, okay, so last time you listener <laughs> were listening, let's see, things that happened. Um, Cecily was approached by uh, Erasmus from Fair and Howell. Um, uh, Archie and Shade met the King of Cats. And Kiki went on uh, a mission to find more information about uh, Pender in general and also possibly becoming more of a member of the pack. Um, and uh, as far as the last one of these faction games went, uh, everybody tried to beat up Fair and Howl, and it worked mostly uh, until it stopped working. <laughs> Okay, it worked really, really well. I think like we had a very limited amount of negative things that happened. It's true, yeah. It's just when they got their wind back, they got their wind back. <laughs> oh, we do it was today. like it was like that fight in Endgame when everybody is ganging up on Thanos, except Star Lord is not being able to gain enough size. <laughs> it sounds like you're talking about your own factions. Oh no. I am. Ba-da, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm struggling out here. Someone please throw me a bone, literally or or metaphorically. Look at me, the adult in the room, not making a bone joke about the werewolves. Ha ha ha. Wow. Such a right over here, I tell you. You've yeah. grown so much. Welcome to the faction game, old. folks. This is what we do every time. <laughs> <laughs> I think the only big faction thing that happened is that like Mr. Fair and Mr. Howell have officially shown up. They've replaced Margaret as the leader of the Elder County Project with Erasmus, who is seemingly not human, is uh, at least as old as Mr. Fair and Mr. Howell, as we saw in a, uh, a Cecily style flash flashback from the late 1700s. Uh, oh, so, um, so just like a little means, old then. Yeah, just a little old. Um, the, I think that, but I don't necessarily know if Mr. Fair and Matt, like, it, it's ambiguous whether Mr. Fair and Mr. Howell were, uh, immortal monster men <laughs> in the late 1700s or if they decide to do that later. Um, <laughs> I love the implication of that, of the, or if that just came later in life, they were late bloomers. Yeah. Well, I mean, at some point they were regular men <laughs> mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. then they did some sort of like it. And, and for whatever reason, they've just been alive for hundreds of years. Like, you know, um, mm-hmm. it's also really just hard. Like to regular f- men always do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. May they without sin throw the first stone. Am I right? Gamers who amongst us. <laughs> Heated gamer moment and make a deal with some eldritch deity for immortality. <laughs> I can't wait to see the next ninja apology video about that. <laughs> uh, all right. Anyway, <laughs> got got to move something they want to do. I feel like, you know, I want to hear I want to hear what my friends have first. Same. All right. <laughs> well, I have I have a scene. Uh, let me go ahead. Mm. Hmm. Let me let me open this up because I think this might call like this will throw this will like throw some 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 feelers out for what other people want to do. Um, uh, Riley, uh, Roram, yep. you remember that um that little cafe that Roram and Margaret had a had a had a meet cute yeah. at. Yeah, uh, I think maybe Roram is being summoned to that same that same cafe. Does anyone remember Roram's voice? Was he? He was just like a little bit New York, right? Yeah, I think he's just a little bit New York. Okay, thank and then you, also thank looks you, like you. whoever he's reflecting. I've been picturing him in my head as John Leguizamo the whole time, right? So or at least I, the voice of John Leguizamo. At <laughs> <laughs> the very minimum, it is. This is a hilarious situation where we just have a bunch of actors, like the actors have to play themselves, but. Prote- playing I, themselves as Lo- John Leguizamo would play them. <laughs> that that you know what? Yeah, that's always my favorite fucking part of body swap shit, man. All right, yeah, Rory, Rory 
if if summoned will show up and you know might might show up in like a coffee cup first or like a uh you know, water glass, ice cube, you know, the basics to get a lay of the land. And then yeah. if it is chill, you know, this diner uh, has glass tabletops in some of the corners. Yeah. And I think now I might I'm trying to remember what this character looked like because I didn't write any information down, down about them. And I, there's maybe a situation where I go back and I re-record this after listening to how I described how they <laughs> looked before. But I'm pretty sure um, they are like a, like kind of like a like a life uh dark skinned person with like a curly hair. I think they're wearing their hair in kind of like a, like a small, but poofy, like Afro situation. And this is Erasmus. Um, and they sort of introduce themselves to, well, hmm? well, 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 mm-hmm. that's fair and howl, right? Yeah. Yeah. So we last, we did was open, like openly attack them. Yeah. yeah. And so I'm, this is, immediate- pub- this is in a public. This is in a public. This is in a public place, like before. So, my immediate mm-hmm. kind of sense is like, and not to like sandbag a scene. No, no, no. Yeah, but like, what is the benefit of of co- how do we how do we correspond in such a way that we're like when we are two groups that are ostensibly at war with each other at this point. I think maybe it was like whatever method that Margaret had for reaching out to mm-hmm. Roram. Gotcha. It was used to reach out to Roram again. So I'm thinking like it Roram might be coming to see like, oh, they might be, you know, who knows? They might be mm-hmm. surrendering. You know what I mean? Like it's interesting mm-hmm. that they're making the like this outreach is the the kind of like how I was picturing it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. You know, in, in the interest of the scene happening, I think maybe like maybe you get a scene a second of like Roram like seeing this mother seeing this person mm-hmm. and going, Nope, that's not who should be calling <laughs> and like making a making a step to like step off stage right. But uh Yeah, and I think it's like, like nah, kind fuck of like it, this Ro- is Roram literally pops my up job. in the min- like the the reflection in in the in the like the coffee or something like moves independently right we we yep. we're framing the scene to where it, we see yeah. it move independently and goes to like basically like walk out of the coffee mug and erasmus goes like one moment one moment i know i'm sorry i didn't didn't quite know the process so i didn't know how to put through the information that i would be the one meeting you but i want you to know that this is just a just a meeting to talk <sighs> okay yeah yeah meetings just also, meetings to talk does it when Borum reflects something that's not human? Does it feel weird, or does it matter to like? Is it I all just? A reflection? I don't think. It, I don't think it matters because it's just a reflection. It's okay. not so much. It's not so much taking in a new body as it is reflecting light, right? Like right. Rorum isn't a shapeshifter. They just can. They are a mirror. They are okay. reflection. I didn't know. I just wanted. To, I figured. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. But I know that's losing important uh, fucking data for myself. No, yeah, no, that's fine. Um, I think Raspus is in like a little like like a, a like a little hoodie and everything, like mm-hmm. sitting at this cafe, and they're like, "I'm Erasmus. Um, my predecessor, you had a relationship with Margaret. I am taking uh-huh. over that position from her." And I wanted to. I've been kind of making the rounds, uh, touching base with everybody that she had relationships with, and trying uh-huh. to reestablish things. You know how it is coming into a new office. Yeah, and everything. Uh-huh. told. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, last time me and Margaret spoke, we weren't necessarily on the finest of terms. <laughs> that is one of the reasons why I'm here, Roram. Right? Yes. Yes. Yeah, no, you got it. Um, I didn't know if there was a, a title or anything like that. So, um, uh, you know, sometimes actually it's funny that you should, no, I'm, I can't, I, I, I'm not the comic relief character actually. <laughs> Rory was like, no, no title, no title. It's yeah. I, we, we see eye to eye right now. To be perfectly honest, I have been brought in because upper management has found the way that the elder county project has been ran mm-hmm. to be lackluster to say the least. Mm-hmm. And it, oh, no, go on, sorry. Yeah. no, 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 you know, um, 
And in that sense, I have been authorized to come and speak with you because from Margaret's notes, it seems that you are the liaison for the mountain, correct? I, yes, yes. The, uh, the go between. Yeah, absolutely. That's kind of my, my gig. Yes. Yeah. Mr. Fair and Mr. Howell would like to officially request, uh, a meeting with your, uh, with your employer and their allies, uh, on neutral ground to mm-hmm. discuss terms of a truce. A truce. Yes. Okay. That's fascinating to me. I, so quick, my quick question for you. Mm-hmm. Yes. I obviously need to confer with anyone else before right. making any promises, anything in paper like that. You know, we've, we've worked with individuals before who are very litigious and I would like to make sure that, you know, nothing is said outside, but as an independent actor, not representing the man in charge, I'm interested in this as long as it is a equitable truce. Yeah. I mean, now, given obviously I'm not here to discuss terms that is for Mr. Mm-hmm. F- Mr. Fair and Mr. Howell to discuss. But and I think she like reaches into the hoodie pocket or they reach into the hoodie pocket and pull out like a like a piece of paper, unfold it. Um and they recite, though, to kind of assuage in confidence that this might be some sort of ploy, um, mm-hmm. Mr. Fair and Mr. Howell, like, you know, that they swear by the blood oath and the lands of their making mm-hmm. to meet on fair and equitable terms. And she or they turn the paper around and it's like been signed uh, in blood <laughs> at the okay. bottom. Yeah, yeah. So. I will, uh, Rory take, like, turns the paper to face them in the reflection. Right. (laughs) And is, like, looking it over, then folds up and puts it in their pocket. (laughs) And is like, you know, I will, I will take this. I am not confirming that we are meeting, but I will uh, be in touch with you again with a answer shortly. I need to, you know confer with my co-counsel and, and so on and so forth. Um, I am interested in this news and thank you for reaching out to me. Uh, I, I hope to speak with you again. Me too. Uh, fucking uh, finishes off their coffee. <laughs> 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 and, like your reflection goes back. Uh, I, I, I think, I don't know if what a little red alert looks like <laughs> as far as for you, but like, I know internally the vibe is like, no, <laughs> not, not a, tr- we, we don't, we want them out. <laughs> you know, when you get three wins and one loss mm-hmm. that you don't give, you don't give up then this isn't crusader Kings. We need to figure it out from here, but I'm taking the news to the mountain and we will and uh the mountain and its associated parties <laughs> cool, cool all right shrimp interesting i'm gonna have to ban you from ever saying that again um <laughs> <laughs> that's in principle i'm sorry <laughs> jesus christ christ oh, almighty all right i i you know what I do have something. Mm-hmm. I I I do have. You're saying the big band has, is you know saw fair and how people turn to a monster, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Okay. They also haven't met with a. <laughs> I have not had them meet with Erasmus yet. Yep. Yep. <laughs> what are the? Where are my moves again? I've lost my moves. They're in the sheet. <laughs> I. I there you use faction moves. Thank you, thank You're you, welcome. thank you. Consolidate control, attack, perform a ritual, go to an opponent, track someone down. There's no set a trap, which is a bummer. <laughs> the opposite of offer mm. passage. I mean, it is the opposite of offer passage, so we can use it at like use offer passage as a framework. I would love to. When eventually mm-hmm. Erasmus comes to try to meet up with uh, the big band while, you know, consolidating resources and getting the lay of the land. 
I would love to 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 pull a big band special. <laughs> okay. You, you know you, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I um, would like to kidnap them or try. Yeah, I get honestly, like let's use offer passage as a framework for it. Mm-hmm. Um Unless anybody else, I don't want to interrupt any potential scenes with Erasmus, but that is a big band thing that I would like to have on the board as something I am going to do. Yeah. Well, I honestly intended Mr. Fair and Mr. Howell to do most of the speaking for themselves this time around. Mm-hmm. So. What an ample opportunity. Mm-hmm. There's no fucking assassinate. There's nothing like that. There's no, like, take them out. I don't know if the big band can kill Erasmus. I don't think so either, but I'd love for them to try. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe they need to consolidate. I get two and one, right? They only get one move. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I will I will hold for now unless anyone else has anything else. Cause I will I I want to figure out how to get the band in a position to try to attack. Fahrenheit direct uh, attack Erasmus, having seen them transform, <laughs> go like, no, that's a monster. <laughs> we can't do that. Well, what's funny is um, <laughs> I was going to have Rio talk to the big band. And it, it is similar. Like, what the fuck are you guys doing dealing with these folk or these fuckers? Because up until then, he didn't realize that, like, the big band and Fahrenheit had a relationship. Mm-hmm. I... I would be down to talk to, to Rio then if you if you would like. Well, let's um so I don't do two things in a row. Um anyone else got something that's floating around? I think I do. Okay. Uh, this is gonna go poorly. Mm-hmm. I would like to go to an opponent. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> who is goading <laughs> who? <laughs> Um, Teamsters, mm-hmm. as is its want, uh, as a union, of course, sticking it to the man would obviously, mm-hmm. uh, her, her, like to go with Fern Howell. <laughs> yeah, I can't, like, they're on a uh, makeup tour, but they also still fundamentally hate unions. I don't think there's any repairable relationship there. Um, because <laughs> the way that I imagine it mm-hmm. works just like all of the other public action that Teamsters have done mm-hmm. at, up to this point, which is let us remind the people. That corporations ain't shit and you should not trust them by illustrating all of the harm that they have done unopposed um, while trying to get in your good graces and continue to exploit you for money. And considering that we've already done so previously by illustrating the kind of um, physical threat that they pose to um, laborers in the area, Mm -hmm. I think we're just hammering that home even more like literally going to locations where fair and howell pr individuals have done press conferences and just like putting up large banners of laborers with limbs broken um photocopies of uh rejected insurance claims Mm -hmm. um just like leaving that out in the open for people to discover um um so yeah so you roll with the difference between the two factions power Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) um (laughs) so uh i have done the math on this i'm waiting for brandon to do so (laughs) so that's i have two Mm -hmm. and uh let's see farron howell ah four 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 Mm -hmm. that's perfectly workable yeah that's a negative two is that am i doing that math right for the people at home yes cool (laughs) cool and good (laughs) 
So 2d6 minus 2. Aha! <laughs> cool. Is there anything that else, anything else I could do here? Okay, cool. Um, 2d6 minus 2 means that it's still perfectly possible to get exactly a 10. Yeah, Highly exactly. likely. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> okay, cool. Um... Ooh, seven. Okay. Seven. Hey. There we go. On Not a bad. seven to nine, the target avoids the worst of the trap, but causes enough trouble to embarrass themselves. They take a negative one ongoing. Uh, to, I needed to have changed it to power until they reestablish their reputation on a miss. The target sees the uh, sees through the scheme. Well, you didn't miss. It doesn't matter. Okay, cool. Okay, so yeah, you have applied basically an ongoing negative one to fair and howl <laughs> that's huge mm-hmm. that's great cool what uh you know how in you know how in persona 5 when um the public are debating whether the phantom thieves should continue being phantom thieves mm-hmm. it's like that but for fair and howl you just notice people mumbling hey fair and howl sucks yeah uh, i also think it's because margaret was a normal human being that they could like put a face out there with like Erasmus is probably easier getting shit done because they're like, you know, a few hundred years old. Um, mm-hmm. But they can't be that public face in the same way that Margaret, a regular human being with a birth certificate, can be. Mm hmm. Cool. I like this. I have done the I I have done some small job for the rest of you now. <laughs> Beat up Farron Howell for me. <laughs> Uh, that's already huge. That is a huge benefit and help. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, I think I'm done. Okay. Uh, Nichelle, did you have anything? I'm waiting on a response first. Okay, cool. From from me or somebody else? From you. It's in chat. Oh, okay. Well, I'll do that. Because <laughs> that's going to determine what I do. Uh, like do a ritual for Bart. Am I reading that correctly? Uh, there's a note on the sheet based on last session where they gain an asset and you said that you would come up with that later. Oh, figgity fuck. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I didn't want to necessarily call you out mm-hmm. during the stream, but passage dream about fair and how, um, <laughs> hey, did you you did a um did you do a ritual is that what happened i believe so yes i'm not seeing it on the thing that that plays well with my memory it was a crossword puzzle answer oh right 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 um what was he trying what i can't remember the context of what he was trying to divine Mm, I'll have to go back in my notes. Dameron Winters was um, essentially trying to ascertain what other um, powers were at play after the the interaction with uh with shade gotcha okay yeah i so yeah i think what you got from that um is i know what it is so dameron's doing the crossword right Mm -hmm. or no yeah is doing the crossword specifically not the crossword, the word search. This is going to be important. Because all of the characters start changing. And start uh, rapidly flipping on the page into like ASCII art. Okay. Um, 
showing him, uh, you know, low, <laughs> low resolution ASCII art images of the things that are happening. Um, which is, uh, I think he sees it, he specifically he's getting information about the the happenings of the now, right? He didn't like divine the future in any way, shape, or form. No, not that I'm aware. Um, okay. Uh, so I think what he gets is like an insight into like the strife that's happening inside of the inside of the Teamsters. Um, specifically, uh, gets kind of like a harrowing display of the attack that Farron Howell pulled against, um, against, uh, Verdant Life. Uh, I think, um, he sees, uh, probably sees, like, maybe not with words, but it's played out clearly enough of, like, two figures from behind, sitting across the desk from Margaret, Margaret looking increasingly panicked, uh, as Mr. Forenzi sort of like turns from being on her side to like grabbing her and dragging her out of the room. Um, and the, and then probably gets like, uh, uh, kind of like artistic representation of, of like the mountain, uh, or not the mountain, but of the mountains, um, sort of being, uh, torn asunder. Okay. And more or less function as though like he got a bunch of information about like now the basically that the the craft society got n- now is basically on par like information wise as though they had been to a lot of places. So kind of, yeah. So what asset is that? I think the asset that you have now is like, um, I think what it is is a, basically you have a, you have a word search what can tell you the, like, what you can ask information from. Like you have like a crystal ball that is a word search. (laughs) Newspaper tuning ah. fork. Got it. Gotcha. Yeah. Hmm. And which faction has Shade mostly been interacting with? Lord Shade's been act- interacting with everybody, but technically Shade is Knight because they are a ghost. Mm-hmm. Pretty sure. Ghosts are night. Yeah, they wouldn't be wild. They're night. Yeah. Okay. I think that feeds into uh, a scene. Okay. Um, let me double check faction moves here real quick. <laughs> so it was specifically a scene with the Teamsters was the okay. the big scene there that was seen in the newspaper. Yeah. Arguably anything could have been seen in the newspaper, but. Okay. I'm, I'm going to have uh, Bartlett crafts go and uh, interact with um, Verdant Life then. And I'm going to have that um, I think I'm going to have that be Gwendolyn. Just shows up with her knitting bag. (laughs) 
All right. Oh, go for it. <laughs> Are you going to offer me tea or have me just stand here? Oh, Brandon, are you there? Hmm? Oh, uh, <laughs> Bartley Craft and Crave Society is approaching verdant life. This is a thing I knew, mm -hmm. and then my brain hollowed out anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. That's okay. You just have Gwendolyn show up with her knitting bag and ask, um, are you going to offer her tea or just have her stand there? Hmm. So, <laughs> um, this is unique. Um, so Imogen is the only other person in the building when you arrive. So, like, you essentially just walked all the way into the office, undisturbed. Um, and Imogen gives you, like, a very... A uh, stern look and goes surely you know to be a little bit a little bit more discerning than simply accepting something to drink from someone like me Believe me, dear, if you wanted to add something to it, I've already tried it long ago. That just feels like a challenge. <laughs> I'm going to give you the most fucked up smoothie. <laughs> but fade drinks tend to come with something more than a high. As do knitting lessons. Which, by the way, your scarf has some very interesting pearls in it. It does. Do you like it? I was wondering if we could discuss that. Would you mind if I read it? Feel free. Uh, and Imogen takes it off and lays it very gently on the uh, desk in front of them. Since you've insisted on tea, I'd better make it myself, just to be sure. That would be most wonderful. And Imogen steps over to the side where there's like uh, a tray of drinks nearby um, and turns on a kettle, even though no one can tell where the heat for that kettle is coming from. It's not electric. It's just boiling water. Gwendolyn is mostly just smiling as her hands and whatnot work across the scarf from one end to the other. You know, I heard some things. And I was wondering if you wouldn't mind assisting me with You know, I'm gossip moves quickly in this town. I've discovered that mm -hmm. faster than I'm accustomed to. It's almost like everyone knows everyone around here, <laughs> which I imagine is a good way to live, but it's tough to do business in a place like that. We are all fibers in the same weave. That is part of our strength. How might I assist you? Hmm. Right here. And she kind of points to like one particular section in the scarf.
You owe something to someone, don't you? Very interesting. Very interesting. Kind of moves further down in the scarf. Mm. An interesting turn. You know, I was curious. If you wouldn't mind going ahead and helping me with something, and in turn, I help you rid your debts. Respectfully. I think that'd be rather nice, wouldn't you say? Respectfully, their mighty debts. I'm not sure... Whatever you may have in mind will help me clear them. I don't solve a problem that large with a bake sale. Woof. Mm. <laughs> well, it's Some not problems necessarily... Are... Oh, sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, uh, some problems are larger than goodwill. I'm sure you think that you're offering something useful, but unless you know a magic that is stronger than... A stronger mountain. than some of the... Stronger than the earth itself. Stronger than the true nature that keeps us all grounded. Do you think that that's a thing that you can merely do? I'm grateful to this. I'm grateful to this land. It's not merely a cost to me. It's... It's the way that... A way of life. Exactly. Mm -hmm. As you say, we're all in the same tapestry. The earth is the loom itself. Without it, we can't be threaded. So if you think that that's a thing that I'm going to merely betray, you'd have to give me something greater than the earth. Do you have anything that sweet for me? I'm not asking you to betray anything. I am simply offering... A way to prevent your undoing, so to speak. Like this spot right here. There's a mist pearl that's supposed to go into this knit stitch. She pulls out a little kit and begins to mend it as she talks. All I'm doing is providing what already should have been there to begin with. Ah! And you see, it now can hold itself. I was thinking it might be time. Cut to the chase then. What would you like? Two sugars, please. Imogen puts them very, very slowly, glaring at you the <laughs> entire time. I've gone soft in my old age, she says with a little bit of a smirking smile and takes the tea. I was thinking that you can perhaps relay some information onto someone else who in turn will go ahead and do something else. Which may go ahead and rid us of some of our mm, mutual snags, so to speak. Mutual. What enemy could you possibly have, let alone one that I share? Ugh, come now. Let's stop being coy. You and I are both old enough to know better. 
I am discussing that your bond, your love for the earth or a particular mountain may push you towards asking someone else to do a favor. I was thinking it might be good to have, hold on, I got to think of a particular way to word this. Because <laughs> it's a multiple step process here. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. I was thinking that you go ahead and offer assistance to the big band. The idiots in the library. <laughs> Those chuckle fucks. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> what business could you possibly have for people who know nothing about magic? Precisely because they know nothing about magic. Now, I have heard... That the big band owes a particular feral how a rather large debt. And with some persuasion, I am fairly certain that you can help guide them into the arms of our ever-loving Earth. To see reason... And I would like you to note that guiding them into the arms of the ever-loving Earth definitely sounds like murder them. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it, it has it has the, the 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 very strong ring of let mother let mother Gaia swallow them whole, um, which I'm this, also very fond of. To be fair, mm -hmm. this 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 scene is very funny because the next thing I wanted to do <laughs> was was have the big band go to the grandmas and go like, "Hey, grandma, how's it going?" <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm um, essentially trying out, out of character. I'm trying to have the debt wiped from Verdant Life and the big band mm -hmm. to have interaction with the mountain so we are all on the same page against Farrell and Howe. Okay. So this is essentially a goad an opponent, but I don't necessarily view you as an opponent. Mm-hmm. There, there, there is no um, fashion move for create an ally. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. <laughs> but it's essentially um, what she's offering. And like, I think we can like fade to black a little bit as she mm -hmm. continues giving information. Essentially, like the grapevine is discussing a conversation over tea, um, which mm -hmm. a lot of the newspaper and whatnot has revealed to Bartlett. Yeah. If you want to, honestly, I think offer passage might be a better. Might, ah. Yeah. might be a better analog for what we're looking for here. Okay. Mm -hmm. Oh gosh. It's or actually so go to an opponent, but in reverse. Like, so instead of negatives, it's positives. You know what I mean? Mm hmm. Though honestly, the ten to like the like the ten plus thing doesn't. I don't know how to flip those into positives and actually get the thing that you're looking for. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, let's go with offer passage. Okay, that works for me. Yeah. I have no idea how many dice I'm supposed to be rolling. It's been a while. Uh, size for Bartley Craft or Craft Society is. Five. Five, yeah. Because they're the they're the arguably the largest faction by bodies, I think. Mm. Mm -hmm. So uh Pender in general Just is exponentially the same. growing. Okay. I mean that also makes sense because they're 
they are like an actual company that has existed for like a hundred years. <laughs> just just to be sure for the listeners again, if just Bartlett, uh, Crafts and Creative Society, and Pender in general decided to fight Farron Howell by themselves. They could just step on Farron Howell's forehead and we don't have to interact with the rest of the game. <laughs> that is a possibility, but where is the fun <laughs> in that? Exactly. You need the drama. You need the. You need a little bit of the uh-oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, so how many dice am I rolling? Uh, it's two, two uh, it's two d six plus five. Okay. Yeah, it's always two d six and then plus in in this system. Seventeen, seventeen, <laughs> seventeen, eleven, seventeen. There you go. Um. Okay. Yeah. So on a ten plus, bu- 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 on a hit, the ways made clear. Choose one. I think um, someone enters the faction, gains a powerful asset. Makes sense here. Yeah, and I, uh, so the fact: are you gaining the faction? Or are you giving? Are you gaining the asset, or are you giving the asset to to Vernon Life? I technically already technically gained an asset through this, so I'm thinking that I'm actually offering an asset. Okay. I think the asset they're getting here is like maybe not a physical object, but more like they now have the in. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. 